This is the Danger Hour, and I am your fancy fuck of a host, Jamesy Pooh. How the hell are you, everybody? Oh my god, James! I missed you. I wish I could say the same thing. Don't lie, James. You know, deep down inside, right deep inside, you have feelings for me, James. Oh, right. I need you to listen to me. I'm going to be perfectly clear, blunt and honest. I don't give a fucking rat's ass about you. If you died tomorrow, I would not shed a tear. In fact, I would sit back and have a grin. Satisfying grin. From ear to bloody ear. Oh my god, James. You're just playing hard to get. But I'll get you, James. You'll see. I'll get you good. All right. How's it going, everyone? Uh, this is, like I said, this is the Danger Hour. It has been a while since I've done a show. I hope I remember how to do it. <laughs> I remember how to do it, James. I can teach you. Oh, is, does it ever stop with you? Does it always got to be at that level every time? Huh? Can you ever just be cool once in a while? Cold as ice, baby. All right. Uh, <laughs> Boy, gee, have I lived some life. I mean, I've been a busy little bee, a little busybody. Look at me. Look at me flutter. Look at me prance. Watch me shine. <laughs> I'm currently sitting in a hot room. Oh my God, James. Are you going to complain about the heat too? Just like every other cunt out there on social media? No. Because I have class and dignity. I'm simply stating that I am sitting alone. Really, James? Yep. I don't count you as a person. Because you're not real. I'm sitting alone in a room, approximately 7 p.m. <laughs> Today is June 21st. That's a Tuesday. And uh, the wife is away. The kids are away. And I'm here in a hot room in my underwear. Oh, my God, James. Are you really in your underwear? I, 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 didn't even, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, okay. I'm sure you did. You keep staring at me. Right down there between the, my legs at my throbbing unit. My pleasure factory, if you will. Is it currently open for business? No, it's closed indefinitely. Fuck you. Go away. Go away. I'm sitting in a hot room in my underwear, and I'm drinking out of a mason jar. But this time it's not any booze, and it's not iced coffee. I'm drinking iced tea. <laughs> How classy. Classing it up. That's right. <laughs> the last time I spoke to you on a personal level without guests, I mentioned, I believe I mentioned something, you know, so long ago. <laughs> I think I mentioned something about going on a diet, trying to lose some weight for my trip to Hawaii. That's right. Now it's the future, and Hawaii is in the past, sadly. It was fucking amazing. Amazing. The trip of a lifetime. <laughs> I haven't been to many places, so I guess all my trips are trips of lifetimes. Um, by the way, I'm not going to get too heavily involved with it because we talked a lot about it on 
Sticks and Stones podcast. And that's coming out tomorrow, I believe. Well, this is going to be probably the day after. This It comes out June 22nd. So whatever time you're listening to this, if you give a fuck, <laughs> you can go back and listen to that episode of Sticks and Stones podcast. We get into a whole thing about it. We play a game. Lito tries to trick me. I'm not going to tell you who wins. Going to have to tune in to find out? Oh my God, James, what a cliffhanger. All right. So we went to, I'll just get into a little bit. My wife and I went to Kauai, which is considered the most beautiful and uh, least amount of tourists. Most beautiful island with the least amount of tourists. Yeah, that's, that's better. And so, uh, yeah, we went there and it was fucking fantastic. We did not take the kids. Oh my God, James. Why would you deny your children from being in paradise like that? Why are you so goddamn selfish, James? You just want it all to yourself, don't you? Look, the kids are six and nine. They're not going to remember this shit. Not to mention, it would cost double. Not to mention, we wouldn't be able to do a lot of fun things because they'll be around. And not to mention, we didn't want them around. <laughs> ah, it was fantastic. It was fantastic, everybody. I suggest you all go. I really loved the laid-back atmosphere. Normally, I have like anxiety and stuff. Being in this godforsaken city, traffic everywhere, chaos all over the place. But uh, being there, everyone's so fucking chilled out and relaxed. You can wear flip-flops and shorts everywhere, and no one even bats an eye. It's perfectly acceptable. All the women don't give a fuck about makeup, their hair being all nice. Everyone just wears fucking shorts and t-shirts and tank tops and flip-flops. It's sick. I didn't worry about a single thing, everybody. Okay. I mentioned a little earlier that uh, I was on a diet trying to lose some weight. I was down to, I got down 35 pounds. It shows. You look pretty good, James. Oh, okay. Thank you. <laughs> I lost 35 fucking pounds, everybody. Isn't that amazing? With a strict diet. Now, I, I didn't eat any bullshit, okay? I, I, ate, I ate pretty well. Ate good food. Didn't uh, eat too much. I mean, for the most part. Once in a while, you know, you can't help yourself all the time. I wanted a, just a shitload of hikes. I uh, was working out. I was just really, really fucking motivated and, uh, and into it. And 35 pounds. Wow. Fantastic. I feel better. Um, I look cuter. <laughs> nah. My point is, I didn't exercise. I mean, I was pretty hardcore with the exercise leading up to this trip. Was, uh, you know, just getting kind of OCD about it. Didn't want to fucking miss a day and blah, blah, blah. But man, <laughs> on the, while we're in Hawaii, zero exercise. Did not worry about a fucking thing. Didn't think about work. No bullshit about, oh, more bills I got to pay. Because I had all my shit already ready to go, so I didn't have to worry about it. No grocery shopping, you know. No errands to run. No bullshit. And no kids. Ah! 
It was fantastic. The wife and I were like two youngsters in love again. Aww. Although I did start missing my kids pretty bad, like the second to last day. I was just feeling guilty, like, man, we've done so many cool things. This place is awesome. They would have loved it. They would have had a great time. I felt kind of sad. But let me tell you this. The moment we picked them up and we're driving home, they started fucking bickering and bitching and fighting. And I'm like, oh, thank God. I Thank God we didn't take them. We made the right choice. Oh, oh man. Believe me, we made the right choice. All right. Since, uh, since I've been back from Hawaii, Kauai, I've gained a little bit of weight. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> Mostly because, well, let me tell you the, a list of activities we did. Let's see if you can see a common uh, theme here. <laughs> okay, I'm just going to give you the day, day by day of activity, but just a real quick thing. Okay, I don't want to get too far into it, like I said. Day by day, outline, skeleton, outline of activities. All right, Thursday, we got there. Uh, got to the airport, picked up the car, checked into the resort, went and got some lunch at the uh, little cafe they have right there by the pool. Beachside, by the way. <laughs> nice view. Pretty fucking cool resort. We got a complimentary Mai Tai when you check in. So we had those Mai Tais, which are pretty fucking strong. My first Mai Tai ever, by the way. And it was good. Good and strong. Then our room was ready. We uh, went up. Unpacked all our shit. My wife's like, Let's I want to take a nap and all that. And I go, no. No. But I'm tired. I'm tired. Let's take a nap. I'm like, no. Once you lay down, we're not going to get up. You're going to fucking sleep. And then we're going to waste the whole day. I'm like, we're in- it's okay. We had a long flight. We hardly had any sleep. We had to get up early. Let's just go to sleep. So you can feel good tomorrow. I'm like, we're in fucking Hawaii. We've been waiting for months. This costs a lot of money. You want to fucking sleep? Let's go out, power through it, come back a little early, and, and really get some shut-eye. Oh, no, I'm not going to have a good time. I want to go to sleep. So she went to sleep, of course, and we woke up like at 8.30 at fucking night. The whole day was ruined. <laughs> ah. Anyway, we went out to dinner at this uh this local the resort's huge and they have like their own restaurants. Big fucking giant place. And the restaurants were outside, like right there on the sidewalk, right in front of the ocean or the beach, you know. Went down there, this place called Duke's and uh had some dinner, had some drinks, came back and had some sexy time. That was day one. Day two, Friday. Got up, had some breakfast. Oh, boy, some breakfast. Oh, macadamia nut pancakes, hash browns, spam. And we also had some, like, some kind of sausage. Oh, my God. Now, I I ate like a fat fuck that day. Okay. And I felt terrible about it, but it was fucking good. Right after that, we uh, we mailed the kids some and our parents some postcards. Aww. <laughs> then we killed some time. Can you believe that? Because our fucking tubing adventure, I scheduled it at 3 p.m. Because 
We shouldn't schedule anything too early because I want to wake up and not have to feel like I'm tired and wake up early and take our time. <laughs> so because of her, all right, I'll schedule for 3 p.m. How's that? The last one of the day. Now that's perfect. So you wind up like, okay, well, fuck. We got to just kind of chill out for a bit because we got to make this thing at 3 o'clock. You know, it made. So anyways, we get there at 2.30. That was check-in time. Oh, no one called you? It's been canceled. The water level's too high. Ah! <laughs> Day two, like half a waste. Oh, man. I wanted the strangler. I was so fucking pissed off and irritated. I thought you said that you had no worries, James. Yeah, I guess maybe the first day and a half wasn't like that. <laughs> no, it's just those two things. Those are, that's the only two things that bothered me the whole week. Because I felt like I wasted the fucking day. I mean, we only get six days in this place, you know, and like a day and a half is gone. It's a huge percentage, if you ask me. I'm no mathematician, but you know. <laughs> but it was cool. We wound up just driving around uh, all the north side of the island, which is fucking insanely beautiful. Looks like Jurassic Park and shit like that. Uh, we snuck onto a private beach. That was cool. We were in this uh, this uh, residential neighborhood, and there was at the end of this road it was like a walkway, but it, you know you weren't supposed to go on it because it's, it's someone's house. So we start walking down this walkway, and you kind of like go through some jungle area, and there's signs like "Oh, private property, do not come this way." Blah blah blah. And she's like, "Let's turn around." I'm like, "No, we're gonna fucking go in there and just take a look real quick. Come on, <laughs> hoodlums." So we uh we we go through it. And I mean, these people, if they look out the window, they can see us walking outside, you know, off in the distance, but they can see us. But a uh, private fucking beach. It was so cool. Just, uh, you know, looking around, taking in the sights. <laughs> <laughs> then we went to uh, watch the sunset at this fancy pants area called Princeville. Oh, Princeville. I hated that place just because of that fucking name alone. Bunch of golf courses and shit. Bunch of high society assholes. <laughs> Not my style. <laughs> anyway, then we ate dinner, had some drinks, and had some sexy time. Saturday, up early, everybody. Had some uh, breakfast bars and some uh, bananas. We went on a zipline tour. Seven in the morning. You know why? Because fuck my wife. I ain't chancing it again. Having it being canceled in the end of the day. So I'm like, you know what? I'm switching our ziplining tour to first thing in the morning. We're not wasting no more time. Okay, that's fine. We got there. It was fucking sick. Incredible. Ziplining through the, uh, the treetops in the jungle. Outstanding. I used the uh, Superman harness, the only company that, allow, that uh, offers that. That's why we went with them. They hook you up from the back. You just jump off the platform. Just fly. It's sick. Uh, anyways, like I said, if you want to hear more about it in detail, you can check out Sticks and Stones podcast for all those kawaii needs. <laughs> anyway, went to a few beaches to check them out. Went to a kawaii coffee company. Had a lot of free samples for free. Took a little tour. It was raining outside, so a bunch of pussies didn't want to go out there. The place, I mean, it rains in Kauai a lot. It's tropical and beautiful. I mean, it's going to rain. There's no big deal, though. It feels awesome. The weather's great. It does, it's not like, oh my God, it's raining. But this point, at this particular time, it was downpouring. But there was umbrellas in this little bin. And, uh, you know, there's for people to walk around outside. 
and we did, and there was no one out there. So it was like a private tour all by ourselves. It was pretty fucking sick. It's like four million coffee trees out there. It's insane. Then we went to look at the Grand Canyon of the Pacific, which is out fucking incredible. Incredible. We're just driving around, dude, just looking at everything, taking it all in. Then, uh, you know, had some dinner, had some drinks, sexy time. All right, Sunday, we went on the tubing adventure early in the morning once again. This time, the water levels were good. Tubing, real quick, is just you sit on a fucking tube and you float down a river. You bump into each other. It's like, uh, it's like um, bumper cars in the water. And you go through these tunnels, these hand-dug tunnels for the irrigation system that, that they had for uh, sugar, sugar cane. So you go into these dark-ass tunnels. There's really cool, cool experience. Um, must, like, you got to do it at least once. It's not fucking like, it's not the best thing ever, but you have to fucking do it. Saw an awesome waterfall after that. Went through the jungle like Indiana Jones. I got bit by a shitload of mosquitoes, but it was worth it. <laughs> Saw some more beaches. Had some dinner, drinks, sexy time. Monday. <laughs> oh boy, Monday. Amazing hike. This was my day. The wife hates. I don't like, how do I go hiking? I don't like it. I forced her to go with me. I'm like, you're going on one hike with me, all right? We're going. You drive all the way up the road until it ends, and that's where the hike starts. You go up. There's a, the island is a, the road is like a big horseshoe because you can't go on the, 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 the what is it, the west, north, northwest side because of this Nepali coast, just like these big ass cliffs and mountains and you can't, you can't go over there. There's no roads and there's no way to fucking go in, in there. If you look it up and look at the pictures, you'll know why. But it's, uh, you know, we can't, you can't even see it unless you're in a helicopter or a fucking kayak, which we didn't do, unfortunately. Um... Yeah, dude, that hike was the coolest fucking hike I've ever been on. You're walking in thick-ass jungle. And then every once in a while, you get to like an overlook and you see part of that Nepali coast. Look out at the ocean. So you get ocean views. You got, you're in the jungle. You see all these streams and waterfalls. It's fucking awesome. And then while we were walking, it starts raining on us. But like I said, it doesn't matter. Like it feels good. We only went two miles, all right? I plan to go on the four-mile. I'm like, I'll get her on the four-mile, the four, eight-mile round trip. It's like, I'll get her to do that. <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> because of the terrain and all the rocks and how wet it is and the mud, you know, it takes a while to walk two miles. So uh, I was okay with not doing the four. Even, I, if it wasn't for her, I would have went, but it didn't bother me. Like I was like, all right, well, that's good enough. That was a cool adventure. That was fucking insane. Afterwards, there's a real clear beach nearby where people go snorkeling, which we didn't do. But we went uh, for a dip. That's the only time we went swimming in the ocean. Believe that? Oh, my God, James. What an asshole. You went to Hawaii. That's the beautiful beaches. And he didn't go in the ocean except for once. What an asshole. Okay, well, you know what? Here's why. We didn't go at the best time. Apparently, <laughs> May... It's pretty overcast most of the time, and it's kind of cold in the water. Apparently, where you want to go is in July, but that's when more people go, and that's when it's more expensive, because I looked into it. 
And anyways, besides that, I was uh kind of I'm like more impatient. Like, uh I think I booked it like in January, no February. Yeah, I booked this trip in February, so I'm like, I don't want to wait till July. I want to go sooner. <laughs> I guess it's partially my fault, but like I said, it was cheaper and it was less people because it's not the time of the season. But yeah, as a result, it wasn't the best conditions to go swimming in the ocean. Anyway, so that was kind of sad. That's what kind of fucking sucked, but it didn't matter. I mean, that was so cool as shit. And then afterwards, we went to this place called Queen's Bath, which is unbelievable. Bunch of black rocks with this bright blue crashing white water. Uh, there's a place called Turtle Cove, which a bunch of sea turtles hang out, but we didn't get to see any turtles because the ocean was too choppy. <laughs> so that was sad. But it was still fucking cool. I was jumping all around, prancing on the rocks like a fucking billy goat. Afterwards, we had, a, we had some dinner, drinks, and sexy time. All right, Tuesday, I traded in our, our <laughs> illustrious Dodge Dart. I'm like, you know what? Fuck this. We're getting a Jeep. I wanted a Jeep from the beginning, but it was like 30 bucks extra per day. I was like, ah, fuck it. I'm getting a Jeep for the last two days. I traded that bitch in and upgraded. Took the Jeep around. Oh, I fucking love that Jeep. Jeep Wrangler Unlimited, four-door, hard top. All black. Ah, sick. We got some shave ice, which pretty much is a snow cone. We took the Jeep on a five-mile off-road, rocky terrain. Did I say five-mile road to a secluded beach? And the reason why it's secluded is because you you need to take a five-mile off-road, rough, rocky road, five miles to the beach. And too many... I don't want to go. Too many people don't want to do that. You need a, you pretty much need an off-road vehicle to do this shit. I mean, you can go super slow if you want to have a, like a Camry or something. But everyone we saw out there had a, had a 4x4. And it was fucking insanely awesome. I was driving like a maniac, bouncing around. My wife was not having it. <laughs> but I didn't stop me because I'm a go-getter. I like experiencing things. <laughs> anyway, this Paula Halle Beach is utterly beautiful we get there and there's like 17 miles of beach of coastline and no one's around nobody's around private beach we did some sunbathing (laughs) anyway then we had a really fancy pants dinner followed by drinks and sexy time all right and last day we got up had some breakfast packed our shit sadly had to go out of the hotel picked up some souvenirs for the kids went to a beer brewery brewery Kauai Brewing Company or some shit, which was, eh, it was whatever. Went to a really fancy pants dinner. Oh, no, the, the, this was the second fancy pants. The first, the night before was super fancy pants. <laughs> so, uh, fancy pants dinner, drinks, and then got on the plane. <clears throat> Great bartender. He got us nice and fucked up. I slept the whole flight home, thank God. Put my hoodie over my head like a fucking maniac. My hoodie over my head the the wrong way. You know, I wasn't wearing it. I just put it over my face. (laughs) There's nothing better than sleeping through a flight, a long flight. Then we came home. My cousin Monkey (gasps) picked us up, and I was depressed driving home. Like, oh, man. Look at all this concrete. Look at all these cars. Look at all these fucking people. Look at all the smog. 
Just look at all this. I don't want to be here. I think I fucking hate this place. And I want to go back to Yeah, I was depressed, everybody. I want to get the fuck out of this place. I want to go somewhere pretty. <laughs> oh, man. But it was fantastic. I highly recommend it. Apparently, Oahu is the party island. Don't go to this island if you want to party. The latest place that's open is like 11. So, uh, yeah, this is more to like hang out, kick back. Do some cool outdoorsy shit. It's not a party island. Uh, and then plus I heard the other islands are just fucking gross because there's, it's too crowded and they're all like cities. Like it's all buildings and shit. And, and it looks like you never left LA. So I heard Maui's nice, but uh, some parts are like that. Anyway, if you want to go to Hawaii and go to see beauty and uh, not too many crowds... Kauai is your answer. All right. And uh, let's move on, everybody. Let's see. What else have I done? Oh. Recently, I gained weight. <laughs> Ever since I came back from Hawaii, I've been in the mood to drink because that's always, that, was, that was the whole point of my... Besides the sexy time. <laughs> oh, my God, James. You're just bragging. It was hot. Oh, my God. Anyway, yeah, we drank every night. It was fucking awesome. Never got shit-faced, but, you know, just had a good buzz. That's what I was going for. So I didn't drink like a savage, but uh, still, it got me into the drink. So I've been drinking since I got back. Every now and then, not a lot. But I can tell I've gained fucking weight back. Maybe like five pounds. Maybe seven. I haven't seen a scale. I'm scared to touch one. <laughs> I don't have a scale. But goddamn it, I got to stop. But uh, you know what? Here's the deal. You got to have a goal, right? Like set something up. Like for example, the Hawaii trip was my goal. All right, fat fuck. And yes, that's what I told myself. Look at you. I tell myself in the mirror. I think I've already mentioned this before. Fat shaming myself. Look at you, you fat piece of shit. You are fucking disgusting. You fat fuck. Take a look at yourself. You happy with that? Huh? You fat piece of shit. What are you saying there, you fat fucking piece of fat shit? <laughs> so anyways, that was my goal. Like, all right, it's coming closer. I got to really do it. All right, got to throw another hike in. Come on. Get it, asshole. I'm tired. I don't want to. Just do it. You have a goal. Meet your goal. So after I came back, it's like, all right, it's over. I mean, kind of like started... To eat kind of bad, not not anything like not really bad, but not good. <laughs> Somewhere in between, straying from my path. I think my wife has a lot to do with that. Let's have burritos. And sometimes I fall for it. Like yeah, the burrito, the burrito sounds pretty fucking good right about now. But uh, I'm 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 pulling the reins back again, boys and girls. Starting it up because now there's a new goal. And the end of August. I've got a uh, a trip planned to Yosemite. My brother-in-law, one of my brother-in-laws, is planning that he already planned it. He already set it up. He's booking a cabin. He already did. And we're all going to go to Yosemite and take that fucking hike, the 15-mile hike, 15-mile round trip through Yosemite to Half Dome. Now, 
There's a possibility. It's not for sure, but there's a possibility he obtains the uh, climbing passes to go up to the top of Half Dome, which apparently you've got to use metal cables to climb up there. It's a big fucking mountain made of rock. That's in two months. There's my new goal. So I got to get some more hikes in, longer hikes. I got to get some better shoes because these ones aren't doing it for me. I got to get in better shape. So that's my goal now, everybody. So I think the lesson to learn is you got to set little goals. Something down the road. Once you meet that one, you get another one going. Maybe take a week off. Fuck it, right? You earned it. (laughs) And I'm like, all right, here's my new goal. Starting now. (laughs) Yeah. But uh, I'm feeling better. I'm not as tired as I used to be. I had to get a whole new set of clothes because I don't fit in mine anymore. That's right. I haven't had to get new work uniforms. It's beautiful. <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, what else? I'm just babbling. See, this is what happens when I do a show for, for a long time. Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, so that's my camping. Uh, sp- oh, 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 speaking of camping, guess where I just went to school last weekend? Camping, James? That's right. How did you guess? Guess what I saw. And by what, I mean who. Oh, my God, James. The snowflower lady. The snowflower lady, everybody. Do you remember the snowflower lady? She's a staple on this show, if you're a listener. She's the lady who, on one of the uh, Manfest trips, told us not to touch the snowflower. In fact, she said it like this. Did you see the snowflower? The what? The snowflower. It's a red flower. It's beautiful. Don't touch it. <laughs> okay. It's very rare. It's very, it doesn't always bloom. And this time it's blooming. And it's over there. And it's beautiful. But don't touch it. Don't touch it, the snowflower. I love this woman. She's amazing. As soon as we pull into this campground, I see her right there in the front talking to some people checking in. We got there early on Friday. I, I skipped out of work early. And uh, it went to a first-come, first-served site. Wound up getting a really fucking good one. Maybe the best one in the whole damn place. And uh, goddamn, it was amazing. But the snowflower lady comes by. All right, go. Uh, <laughs> she's like, I'll come by and check in on you later. Go on. All right. So she comes over. And uh, she's like, how you doing? Do you remember us? Uh, yeah, I think so. I remember the little kids. All right. Hey, uh, what kind of movie are you guys playing this weekend? Because every time we go, there's a movie on a Saturday night. It's a little amphitheater. And the prior movies have been? The Abayers. The what? The Abayers. What? The Abayers. You know, the superheroes. Oh, the Avengers. <laughs> And then another time, it was, hey, what movie is going on this weekend? Dar. What? Dar. Dar. No, no, Dar with a hammer. Oh, Thor. <laughs> so this time I asked her what movie was playing. I don't know. I have to check and find out. I'll tell you later. Okay. Hey, have you seen any snakes? I'm like, uh, no. Okay. There's black diamondbacks around here. Did you know what to do when you see a snake? And the kids are right there next to me. And I was like, uh, 
I would, if I had to guess, I'd say back away very slowly. No, sure, grab it by the back of the head and pinch it. <laughs> and I'm like thinking, are you fucking kidding me? And she goes, oh, no, I'm just a joke. I better say I'm joking so the kids don't try it and get bit. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, but seriously, somebody saw a rattlesnake over there. So um, um, just keep your eyes out, okay? All right. So I was instantly in a good mood seeing the snowflower lady. But yet again, no snowflowers. I didn't see any. Goddamn shame. Uh, Yeah, so yeah, we get there the, on Friday early. Start setting up all the shit. Let me tell you something, man. My kids were being so fucking annoying. They're just like at this stage where they just want to bicker and fight all the time. And it's just like, all right, shut up. Like I looked at my wife a couple of times and she's like, I'm so glad we didn't take them with us to Hawaii. I'm so fucking glad. I'm like, yeah, I'm regretting them taking him, taking them here this weekend. <laughs> and that was the whole point of like a family camping trip. And I'm not kidding. They kept like, it's mostly my daughter. She's so fucking annoying right now. Complaining about everything. I'm tired. I don't want to go for a walk. It's too hot. I don't want to do this. I'm bored. What do I do? It's like, oh, da, 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 on and on and on. I'm hungry. Uh, anyway, so I'm just like losing my shit at times. Because, you know, it's just like you're, you, you want to go there and have fun and relax. But she's just like, da, 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 just nonstop. Just one after another. It's like, all right. And my wife, I, I'm thinking, I'm like, God damn, I want to drink. We weren't planning on drinking anything. You know, we're with the kids. I mean, we have before, but like I said, I'm trying not to drink. Um, trying to be a good boy. We already had fucking sausages to have because of my wife. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, all right, yeah, I'm not gonna put any put any extra calories on. So I'm I'm like, God damn, I want to drink so bad just to take the edge off from these fucking kids, and then I can just be like, all right, yeah, yeah, keep complaining. I'm feeling pretty good, so I don't care anymore. <laughs> a little bit later, my wife looks at me and goes, Hey, do you want to go into town and pick up some drinks? And I was like, Oh my god, yes! I was thinking the same thing. We started laughing. We drove into town, picked up a bottle of booze. I picked up a six-pack of moose drool. And then we started having a great time. <laughs> it was fun, man. Super fun. I didn't want to leave. I fucking hate that feeling of like, you know, you're up in the woods having a great time. And it's like, oh, great. Back to work. Back to real fucking life. Ugh. I took a bag of golf balls again. Oh, my God, James. Why do you do that? Don't you feel bad that you're putting balls into the environment? Um, is your mouth called the environment? Oh my god, James! Uh, that was hot. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I didn't really think. I didn't. Honestly, I didn't really pay too much attention to that. I mean, I ha I've thought about it until I posted a video of uh, my kids swinging golf balls. Or, uh, you know, swinging their clubs and hitting the balls. And somebody probably commented like, hey, um, I uh, hope you didn't hit a, a, a hiker in the head down below. <laughs> and I was like, well, shit, I wonder if I, I wonder if I have hurt someone. 
I mean, where, where we're hitting the balls, it's like the fucking woods and no one's really out there that I know of. There could be. <laughs> there very well could be. But it's it's pretty thick woods down there. It's just all downhill on the mountain. It's not a... It's like the side of the fucking mountain. I wouldn't imagine anyone's going... There's no trails on that side uh, down there below. At least I don't think there is. But it's like, wow, am I... Should I feel bad for littering? I mean, I always thought it's kind of it's kind of cool if you're walking through the woods and you find golf balls. That seems it doesn't seem like it's trash. It seems like it's a treasure. Like someone's gonna find it later. Oh, look at that! Some golf balls. Cool. They can pick them right up. Who's gonna Who's gonna walk by a golf ball in the woods and not pick it up? That's my rationale behind this. Is it still considered littering? Can I hurt the environment somehow? Like, am I going to kill off a species of squirrels because of my golf balls? <laughs> anyway, there's no better feeling than, than setting up your ball right there on the side of the hill, mountain. Swinging away and making that perfect connection. And then, bah, it just fucking flies out there. Oh, man. So awesome. Stress relieving. Fun. And I got to tell you, I was sore the next two days after that. My wife did it. The kids did it. We all had a blast. But while I was doing it, my wife goes, hey, look, there's a drone. And I thought it was some dickhead with, you know, flying it with a remote control. You know, like the little tiny ones with little like. But this was a goddamn plane. It looked like a Cessna. Those giant fucking drones, like military style. And it was flying up above our heads. Not directly above us, but I'm like, oh, man. I started getting paranoid a little bit because I don't know. Like, are they watching me hitting golf balls? And, like, are they going to send some fucking... <laughs> They're going to send some dickhead to come and get me or give me a ticket? But then I talked to this guy, and he was like, oh, yeah, that's a... Uh, JPL is around there, and they, they have, like, tests and shit and blah, 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 and fly those things around. I'm like, oh, that's cool. He's like, yeah, but they're probably definitely watching you. <laughs> <laughs> anyway boy this podcast is really dragging huh I gotta be honest I'm tired but uh, I already had the idea to do it and it's like wife's gone kids are gone you better do it man don't just lay around and do nothing be productive so uh, what do you want from me huh? go fuck yourselves alright so uh, of course we had to have the s'mores like we always do it's like a camping tradition Oh my God, James, more calories. That's why you look fatter. Oh, that's not nice. I only had one. It's fun, dude. The kids love it. They're good. Right? They're good. <laughs> so we had some killer fires going. I went out and collected my own firewood like a real fucking man. That's right. I take an axe. And I go there and I hack away. Then I take some, uh, some nylon tough military grade string. And I wrap the barrel and I fucking drag them back to the camp. If you'd see me walking through the woods, holding my axe and dragging a bundle of award-winning wood behind me, you'd be like, oh my God, look at that real man. Look at him go. Like a lumberjack and a superhero mixed together. Superjack. Or lumberhero. I think, uh, I think lumberhero is the way to go. Came back all proud of myself, showed the wife, look at the score I got, baby. 
You want to fuck now? <laughs> Real classy. We, oh, we took a hike in the woods, everybody. I forced my family to do it. It was Father's Day weekend. I'm like, you guys are going on a hike with me. 2.5 miles. The wife was bitching most of the time. Wanted to quit, but I didn't let her. And it was so fucking awesome. The highlight of the trip for me. One of them. That, that was really cool. I love hiking. <laughs> what a fag. Have I told you I loved hiking? Anyway, so after the fire went out, we go to sleep. And, uh, well, no, this is the second night. But my wife said it happened the first night as well. The second night, we're going to sleep. My wife goes, what's that light? And I look like, you know, we're all in, it's night, dude. It's pitch black outside. But there's a weird light shining into the fucking tent. I was like, what the hell is that? I go, oh, it's probably some dude walking to the bathroom, just shining the light. Like every step he takes, the light's kind of moving. And she's like, no, nah, I don't think so. And I look out the tent because it's not stopping. And it's the fire started back up. After I drowned the shit out of it with water, it popped back on like an hour later. It's like, what the fuck? So I did something I've never done before, everybody. I got out in my only my underwear and I walked outside. Granted, the moonlight is shining down, so it's not pitch black. But I took a walk out there. I just strolled around in my underwear like a fancy pants. Oh my God, James, I'm picturing it all in the moonlight. In your underwear, James. Prancing. All right. It it was so freeing, everybody. I went and took a piss by a tree. But it was scary because when you're out there and it's dark, every tree stump and rock looks like it could be some kind of animal prowling on you. And you start getting a little nervous, but I'm peeing and I'm like, could you imagine if I got attacked and I'm all injured and someone finds me and I'm just in my fucking, in my uh, New Balance and my black... My black undies. Oh, help me. <laughs> so I drown the fucking fire again. And like an hour later, it pops back on. What's the deal? Had to make a second trip in my undies. And really, really, really drench it this time. James, maybe you just didn't do a good job the first time. No, I really got it good. My story anyway. Uh yeah, let's see. Is that it? Oh, oh, one more thing about camping. If you're a, if you're a father, it was a fantastic trip. By the way, I had so much fucking fun. Everybody did. The first day was a little rough with these goddamn kids, but they came around. Played some ladder ball. We did a whole bunch of activities. Shot some BB guns. Oh man, it was so cool. Everything was fun. Um, but a tip for you parents out there: you want to take your kids on a camping trip. Give them a scavenger hunt. This might be like, oh, duh. But it's the first time we've actually done it for them. And they fucking loved it. And I'm telling you, we got rid of them for like 45 minutes. We just got to like hang out and enjoy each other's company just in peace. They're out having a blast. Don't make it seem like I'm like, oh, get away from me, kids. I'm just saying. It's just great when they like go be kids. Go fucking do something. Go explore. Go walk around. Go throw rocks. Go cut yourself. 
jump off a fucking tree. Go get dirty. You know, like they would do it for a while and come back. These kids are so fucking, I think it's my fault too. Because I always try to spend time with them and, and do things with them. I think now they're just like relying on me to do stuff and entertain them. What are we going to do, daddy? We'll go take off. Go get lost. We'll do what? Go explore. Well, we already did that. No, just go explore. Go do something. Well, come on with, come with us. Like, no, nah, just take, just, I'll be out there in a little while. Just let me, let me sit down in my chair for a few minutes. Really soak in nature for a minute. <laughs> so yeah, dude, like 45 minutes, they were out there finding all these little things and they found every one of them. So they had a blast. Uh, you know, you get to be creative with it. You can find a, a stick shaped like a gun. Find a bottle cap. Find a used needle. Find a used condom. No, they found it all. So there you go, everybody. That's uh, dangerous tips for camping if you've got kids. <laughs> you know what? I've learned some pretty cool stuff from other people camping. Camping tips. One of them was the golfing from uh, Robert. Bobbert. He's the one that introduced me to that. That's pretty fucking awesome. Another thing I never thought about was uh, from Brandon, the red cunt. I think his wife did it. She made him breakfast burritos uh, and just wrapped him up in foil. And all you do is just put him over the heat, heat him back up. And there you go. There's breakfast. Great fucking idea. So we do that pretty much every time now. Uh, what else is there? Uh, hmm. Camping tips. <laughs> Another good one is uh, bringing, I have like a, like a plastic bladder thing, whatever you call it. You fill it up with water and it, I think it holds like five gallons. It's a Coleman. You can get like a Target or Walmart. So you go to like the little spout, you fill that bitch up with water and there you go. You got, you got water to wash your hands with, you know, you got water to clean shit out. You don't got to walk back to that. Uh, faucet all the time you know what I mean another cool thing I don't know if they sell these but I got them from work it's a it's a pee bag that's fucking awesome I only had one which I used the first night that's why I had to get up in my underpants and go pee outside besides putting the fire out but uh yeah dude it's a bag you piss in and it sounds gross but it's amazing and it has like diaper material inside of it so when you piss in this thing it just absorbs all your piss and uh, it gets all, um, it's like gel and it's pretty fucking cool. So, I mean, if you're drinking up camping and you, and, you know, you don't want to get out of your tent in the middle of the night, piss in a bag. <laughs> there you go. There's three fantastic tips. One for me and two from other people. Uh, there you go. Anything else real quick now that I'm thinking about it? Uh, let's see. No, nah, that's all I can think about right now. Uh, wet wipes for your butthole. That's always good. <laughs> all right, let's move on. Oh, boy. Guess what, everybody? One more shocking, fantastic advice to give you. I mean, not advice. More in like information. Information. You know what? On a side note. That's from that movie, No Country for Old Man. I'm sorry, I can't give out no information. That movie is so fucking badass. 
I realized I didn't have it on Blu-ray, so I ordered it online for $5, and it was sent to my door, and it's fantastic. I love that movie. is in my top, probably top five. It's nothing great. There's some dumb things about it. I, I realize that. But I think it's so fascinating of a fucking movie to watch. I don't know why. Every time I see it, I'm just like captivated by it the whole time. It's such great filmmaking, in my opinion. Like I said, maybe the story isn't great and blah, blah, blah. Some people hate the... I'm not going to give away anything if you haven't seen it. Some people hate some parts towards the end. But they don't really bother me because I think the whole movie is so fucking fun and, and awesome to watch. Anyway, the point is, my kids love that movie. Oh my God, James. You're a terrible father. Yeah, I've thought about that. It's pretty violent. <laughs> but they love it. Like, they'll sit down and they'll they'll just be the same as me, just captivated the whole time. Their attention will be focused on the movie the whole fucking time. Same thing with There Will Be Blood. <laughs> I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. They love it. I don't know why. I don't know why. Like, they'll, like they'll, I'll be flipping through Netflix or whatever. Daddy, let's watch that one. That one, Daddy, that one. Please. It's insane. No Country Real Men, everybody. I suggest you watch it if you haven't already. Uh, anyway, so uh, other breaking news. <laughs> I finally, finally, everybody, have gotten rid of my bullshit Honda. My little gay Honda. I finally got rid of it and stepped up to real mandom. All right? I am now the proud owner of a truck. You are a real man now. Wait a minute, James. What kind of truck is it? Like an ice cream truck? No, it's an ice cream truck. Although that would be kind of cool. Is it a food truck, James? That would be even cooler. Dude, I would get a food truck and just make the inside like a camping vehicle. I would still keep that... (laughs) How awesome would that be to drive that thing around? I'd have some Mexican dude do a cool like portrait on the side of it with airbrush. It would be me with a uh, with all ripped with no shirt on holding my wife like those Aztec murals and uh, some like an eagle flying overhead. <laughs> That'd be so badass. Anyway, yeah dude, I got a I got a truck and it's amazing. I love it. I really fucking love it. I am actually in love with it. We've been seeing each other now for a few weeks and uh it's going pretty strong. Now, uh going camping is so much better now. Oh my god. Oh. There's nothing like having a truck, everyone. I've already there's already been I see when did I get it? I think I've had it for like two or two weeks, three weeks, I don't know. But there's I've already had so many fucking it's come in handy already so many times. Where it's like, God damn it, I'm so glad I got this finally. Beyond thrilled. It's uh just in case you're wondering, it's a uh, Tacoma, 2012. Nope, I'm not a fancy pants. I can't afford a brand new truck. Okay, 2012 TRD black, double cab. Ah, uh, it's a sport edition. It's not the four by four. But I fucking love it. We all love it. It's fantastic. Have you said I loved it enough? I'm swooning, everybody. <laughs> I've been waiting so long for this damn thing. It's finally. It's finally mine. To be honest, after driving the Jeep in Hawaii, 
I was down to get a Jeep, but then I looked into it. Those things are fucking expensive. 38000 for just like that model that we drove, which is not even a fancy-ass model. It's kind of basic. $38,000 for... it's. Believe, but believe me, I love that vehicle. It's so fucking awesome. I love everything about it. But uh, yeah, it's, that's too steep for me. Maybe someday I'll have myself a Jeep. I've always wanted one as a kid. But uh, the truck, dude, I mean, uh, I had to go truck anyway. I'm glad I went truck anyway because of the bed. Went camping. We just threw everything in the back. It was so fucking quick and fast. I got those cool-ass straps, you know. <laughs> I got some fancy ones that uh, retract. No time at all. Everything's jammed in there. With my fucking Civic, everything had to be a Tetris game. I had to leave stuff behind. Like, oh, I guess we're not using that. I had to get a smaller stove. Like, just, you know, you had to make do. I had to jam everything between the kids in the back seat. Going to Yellowstone last year on our, on our uh, road trip, it was so uncomfortable being in such a small fucking car. Everything was jammed into the trunk. If you wanted to get to the ice chest, you had to pull everything out. <laughs> it was a nightmare. The kids had like blankets and, sh- and jackets stuffed all around them. Oh, man. We had shit like shit under my wife's feet in the front seat. It was fucking terrible. So now to finally have the whole bed in the back. Oh, man. I can't stress that enough how much, how incredibly, awesomely coolness it is. Besides that, get there, unload everything. First of all, I can even bring extra shit that I don't even really need. I took my giant umbrella. (laughs) It came in handy. I used everything, so it was fucking sick. But, uh, uh, what was I going to say? God damn it. Oh, yeah. So this time, because the truck has like a plug outlet in the back, I just took an extension cord. No worrying about those bullshit charging batteries for the to blow up the air mattresses. Ah. Oh. oh, everybody. It was fantastic. And lastly... I actually used my truck to save someone's life. Oh my God, James. I got bullshit. Nope, it's true. Well, sort of. My kids and I went on a hike this last week. We went on a seven-mile hike. It wasn't planning on being that long. I was going to go for an hour. We went on going on a two-and-a-half-hour hike. But they wanted to go farther, so I was down for it. wanted to push myself, you know. I'm actually supposed to go on a hike tonight, but uh, doing this instead. Should probably go out and yeah, it's already eight o'clock. Fuck. Anyway, <laughs> we're heading back and the sun's already down, but it's still, you know, like that twilighty looking time. But we get to like the front gates to come in and they're all locked. The asshole park ranger people came by like as soon as the sun went down and put all the chains and deadbolts on. It's like, what the fuck? Luckily, one of the gates has like a design in it. And so you can easily put your feet in there and just climb the 10 foot fence and go over. So I did that, helped my kids go over. We get in the truck, we're going back home. I'm driving back towards the trail entrance to go home. And I see a, a few girls 
hanging out looking fucking like they're panicking because they got a husky with them. And there's no way they're going to lift this dog over that fence. They're just small, petite women. It's like, oh, man, they're fucked. All right. Let me step into action here. <laughs> there's no one else around. I backed in all the way towards that gate, put my bit, my uh, tailgate down. I backed all the way up to the fence. I'm like, hey, you guys need some help? And they're like, oh, yes, God, thank you so much. I stand on the bed, on the tailgate. I reach over the 10-foot the gate. I'm like, hey, do you think you can lift that dog up to me? And she's really struggling, but she gets him high enough where I grab his arms. And like, I, then I realize I'm grabbing a strange dog, and his face is right in my face. And I go, ah, is he going to bite? <laughs> Usually huskies are pretty chill. Mostly every husky I've seen has been really cool and laid back. And she's like, oh, my God, no, no way. He loves people. It's like, all right. So I grabbed the dog. And sure enough, dude, he was a sweetheart. I pull him over, put him in the back of the truck. And then she's climbing over, but she's all scared and nervous. She gets over the top of the fence and she loses her footing. And she almost falls over the fence. And I put my hand out and she grabs it. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. She's up on top of the thing straddling the fence like she's too scared to come down. I'm like, all right, look, put your foot right there and then you'll be good. You'll have your balance and blah, blah, blah. She's like, I can't, I can't. And her friends are there like cheering her on. You can do it. Come on, come on. You can do it. She finally hops over, gets on the truck. I pull the dog off the truck, put him down. She, she hops down. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. I don't know what I would have done without you. Oh, my God. Thank you. And I was like, hey, no problem. You guys have a good one, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they shouldn't have locked it, man. Those jerks, right? Get back in the truck, and the kids are like, <laughs> my daughter's like, Daddy, you saved her life. <laughs> I go, yeah, I'm a hero. You are a hero, Daddy. Yep, I sure am. When we get home, are you going to tell Mommy that you're a hero? I'm like, no, a hero doesn't tell other people he's a hero. Other people have to tell people about him being a hero can we tell mommy you sure can <laughs> then jacob's like daddy i'm not gonna say anything about you touching her hand okay i won't tell mommy i start laughing i'm like dude thinking this kid's already he's already got him having my back even though i'm not planning on cheating on my wife and letting him know about it but he's already like you know i got you i got you bro <laughs> which i thought was funny I was like, nah, buddy, you can tell her. Like, I just helped her. No big deal. But it looked like she was in love with you. I'm like, no, no, no. So we get home, and right away, they're all excited. Like, the boy starts telling my wife about what happened. She's all, he goes, and then the girl's down hopping the fence, and then. And he looks at me. Um, daddy? I was like, yes, go ahead, tell her. And then he touched her hand. And my wife starts laughing. She's like, that's okay, it's fine. Oh, it was so fucking funny. I guess you got to be there. But uh, yeah, man, the the truck saved a life. Look at that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Anyway, I'm sorry. This is like a whole fucking truck ad. But uh, it's been a long time coming. I'm just I'm excited. Uh, oh, speaking of trucks and Jeeps in particular. Oh, man. Sad news. I know y'all heard about it, y'all. Anton Yelchin. He played Chekhov from Star Trek, the Star Trek movies, the young kid, 27 years old, killed in a freak accident. The definition of freak accident. 
by a 20 his uh his 2015 Jeep Cherokee. Yeah. I guess uh Chekhov has checked out. <laughs> oh my god, James. That's so tasteless. I mean, I'm just saying they probably beamed him up. <laughs> oh my god, James, stop it. No, that's fucked up. I'm just fucking that's, that's so dude. This was so <clears throat> I was so sad when I heard this. So fucked up. Like, God damn, like, what are the odds? So this dude's driving a 2015 Jeep Cherokee. This thing has, uh, has been recalled for transmission problems. Apparently, you put it in park and it pops into fucking neutral and slides in, in rolls. I guess it's happened to a few people that have gotten hurt. But this guy died because of it. I guess he he was in his driveway and got out for some maybe to go to the mailbox. And uh yeah, and while he's out there going to the mailbox, the fucking Jeep rolls and and, and and smashes him between I guess I guess the mailbox is part of this like stone pillar or maybe it's part of like the front gate, I don't know. But fucking crushed him between. Oh man. Can you believe that shit and and his friends were like, where is this dude? Not entering his phone, never showed up. And someone goes to his house and finds the Jeep running. And he's right there fucking dead between the wall and the Jeep bumper. Ah! Brutal. Now, see, that's part of the reason why I didn't really want a Jeep. Seriously, because I've always heard, like, ah, you know what? They're not the best when it comes to... uh engineering wise like you know they're pretty fucking cool you can do a lot of stuff with them off-road and stuff but i heard that they have you know problems when it comes to performance and uh you know i've always and then you know you've always heard from well i've always had this philosophy always go japanese you know honda toyota that's the way to go this thing's gonna last forever and uh not really too much maintenance required so god damn Fucking Jeep. I could have had one of those things. Well, I wasn't going to get a Cherokee. I was going to be a Wrangler. I don't know if they have any problems. But uh, that sucks, dude. Maybe the lesson to learn from this, everybody, boys and girls, is to always put on your parking brake, no matter what. Okay? The one down there by your feet or the one that you pull up on the e-brake. Uh, I don't think he had it on but you know it seems like if he did it would have stopped the car from rolling i've seen a lot of people that don't use them i use it every fucking time every doesn't matter if it's in uh if i'm on a straight level ground i always put on the parking brake every time look this could have saved his life and i'm just of course i'm just uh, speculating and assuming that he didn't have it on but uh i would imagine it wasn't on Goddamn though, what a what a fucking tragedy. Put your goddamn parking brake on, everybody. Just do it for me. Every time you're getting out of your your uh, your vehicle, doesn't matter if you got a tiny little Honda. Because I've also seen people, dude. I got a friend, not a friend. I was like a more like a coworker, who left his car in neutral and got out, and it rolled down and fucking smashed into his neighbor's car across the street. Okay? 
if you had his parking brake on, that wouldn't have happened. I think that's just a great habit to always always get into. I've already, I think I've already got the red cunt said that uh, because of uh, the show, he's already got backing in when he's parking into his head. I don't know if he does it, but uh, that's always a good, a good tip also. Always back in. Most accidents happen like, what is it? Something crazy, some kind of stat. I'm not even going to try to guess. But mostly, <clears throat> most accidents happen, not, you know, besides intersections, most of them happen while you're in reverse and backing up. You're hitting shit or people are hitting you. So every time you go somewhere, you're like everything, your, your area is fresh in your mind and everything around you is, uh, you know, ah, God damn it, mic fell. <laughs> everything is fresh as soon as you pull up to somewhere. So you just back right in because when you're leaving, your environment changes and, you know, blah, blah, blah. So you just, I do it every fucking time and I got a steep driveway and I back into the driveway and every time I leave, I just pull right out. No worrying about, is anyone coming behind me? Saves you extra time and just fucking get right out. Don't have to worry about, you know, if someone, you know, you know when you back out of a fucking uh, uh, a parking spot and someone's like kind of close to you and you got to do that bullshit where you like, you know, back up, forward, back up, forward. Nope, not me. So there you go. If I can help anyone, I know the show's been a lot of rambling and bullshit. Always put on your parking brake and back into your spots. If you take anything from the show, take that and run. <laughs> All right, let's start losing it out with a little something I like to call I Fancy That. It's beautiful. beautiful. It's wonderful. wonderful. It's I fancy that. Fancy, fancy. All right, fancy times, everybody. All right, so I fancy that. If you're not aware, is a segment in which I really talk about something that I fancy, something that really makes me happy. <laughs> All right, try to spin a little positive twist towards the end. So here we go. I fancy that. This is going to surprise all of you because it's sure this hell surprised me. I fancy Indian food. What, James? Dot or feather? Well, dot, of course. You know, if it's feather, it's Native American. And uh, Native American food, I would imagine, is corn, bison, fish, no. <laughs> berries. Anyways, I'm just being an asshole. Um, here we go. Indian food. Now, I've. <laughs> this might also come as a surprise to you. Until about... Three weeks ago, I had never tried Indian food in my life in all my 32 years. I grew up in a very, very plain family where uh, burgers and fries, you know, steak and potatoes, however they call that. My dad, very picky person. The, uh, the, the horizons were not very broad when it came to our food choices. I was deprived of a lot of shit. Since I've been with my wife... Um, and she's opened me up to new tastes. <laughs> I've been going crazy, just trying all kinds of new shit. And um, wow, there's so much good stuff out there. Sushi. I never thought I'd be a sushi lover. That's uh, that's. I gotta thank Josh for that. He forced me to do it a couple of times. Fucking love it. Uh, but yeah, Indian food. Add that to my resume. And the only reason this came about is because I met the owner slash chef of this said Indian restaurant. Don't ask me why, don't ask me how, but I met him 
I did something for him and he was happy. And I said, hey, uh, I've never had Indian food. He goes, oh, really? But what do you mean you've never had Indian food, you fuck? Nah, he doesn't sound like that. <laughs> but for the purpose of the story, he will. So I'm like, hey, I've never had Indian food. Oh, really? Never, not never had Indian food. He's like, no. What do you recommend? Like, what would you recommend? I like to I like to bring my wife here, and check it out. Oh, thank you. So, um, well, we we have very good. Uh, everything is very good. Uh, very tasty chicken and uh, lamb uh, dishes. And if you're wondering why there's no beef on the menu, it's because cow is considered a holy animal, everybody. So there you go. Strike three. Uh, <laughs> wait, strike three. No, I think that's that's four. Parking break. Scavenger hunt for the kids. Back in the parking spots. And uh, cow is a sacred animal to the Indians. <laughs> I'm sorry. So yeah, uh, yeah all, all dishes are very good. Um, yes. So you if you want to come here, you come and uh, you make sure you tell me and I will come out and say hello. Okay, great. Yeah, for sure. We'll, we'll come. So this was like three months ago or more, maybe even longer than that, that I was, uh, that I met this dude and always was, you know, trying to get out there, but it just never happened. I, I forget about it. So we finally, finally went out, took the kids and they fucking loved it. So is, that's a testament. You know, kids, they could be pretty picky. Although my kids are not as picky as other kids. They, uh, they try a lot of different shit. But they're kids regardless. And they fucking loved it. Ah, oh, man. This food blew my mind. It was so fucking tasty. Jesus Christ. Just the amount of different flavors involved. And that naan bread is so fucking good. Ah! I had some Indian beer. I had to. Great, great experience. And if you want to check it out, I know it's rare that you will listen to me. <laughs> and take my advice. Maybe it's even rare that you'll be in Diamond Bar, California. But uh, maybe it's even rare that you like Indian food. I don't fucking know. Maybe a perfect storm will come about and you will someday be around Diamond Bar and be like, hey, that stupid fuck's talked about an Indian restaurant around here. Let's go check it out. It's called Diliwala Indian Kitchen in Diamond Bar. Diamond Bar. So here's what's cool about, what, what about this experience. I finally got to go to a place and and request the chef come out. <laughs> we walk in. Oh yes, how are you? How many today? Four people. Okay, right this way. They sit us down, and I go. Uh, excuse me. Is uh is the owner here by chance? I knew he was. And they go. Oh yes, he's here. Uh, yeah. Um. I. Would you mind if I if I spoke to him? Um. He asked me to ask for him when I came in here. Really, really, just getting kind of you know uppity with this whole thing. Oh, yes, sure. Very okay. Let me call him. The guy comes out. Hey, how you doing? I don't know if you remember me. I did this in that for you. Oh, yes, of course. I remember. Thank you. Yes, welcome. So, uh, yeah, we're here. What do you recommend? My wife, uh, she loves uh, lamb. She loves uh, chicken. Yeah, what would you recommend? Oh, we have these. We have very good dishes here. These are all very tasty. Uh, this one here offers this, this, not. All right. Thank you very much. He takes up. Oh, uh, and I hope you enjoy. It. Thank you. We order all our, every fucking dish was amazing. Every one of them, and then afterwards, 
he brings out the guy brings out the check. Okay, thank you very much. Now this is kind of pricey. I just put it out there, and I'm like, oh wow, he didn't give me no fucking discount or nothing, man. Why did he tell me to, like, why did he have me say ask for me when I go? I thought it was gonna be a discount involved. Oh my god, James, is that the only reason why you went to get the discount? You cheap fuck. Well, that's the reason why I went there. <laughs> I could have gone to any Indian restaurant, although it does have fantastic reviews. But it's like, hey, maybe you'll hook me up a bit. I was like, oh, whatever. That was cool. I mean, it was still great food. Then the dude comes out, this other, the, the waiter guy. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I, uh, I brought you the wrong check. Uh, I need to add something to it. And he comes back and he says, family and friends discount. Fucking fantastic. Saved me like 30 bucks. Ah! Uh, awesome. So I went back there, right back to the kitchen area. Would you mind calling the chef out again, please? <laughs> the guy came out. Hey, thank you very much. I appreciate everything. Everything was very good. We will definitely be back, and I will definitely be telling people about you and, uh, and your restaurant. Oh, thank you very much. Please come again. No, he didn't say that, of course. But, uh, yeah, I told uh, some family already, and, and I'm telling all you fancy fucks. Deliwara Indian Kitchen Diamond Bar. There you go. All right, and now it's time for the darker side of life. That's right, it's time for the legendary. <laughs> Fuck you, Mama, in here. We. Fuck you! Oh, yeah, the fucking moment is the opposite of fancy, it's where I get to complain. I know I said I like to wrap it up with some positive vibes, but that's not true. I like to really be pissy and, uh, and you know, be negative, like always. It helps to relieve stress and get it off my chest. You know what? This podcast is like a form of therapy. Helps me relieve some stress. You know, yell and scream. I always thought about when people say, like, oh, do you see a therapist? You know, you can hear them like uh, on interviews or whatever. Oh, oh, yeah, I do. Why do people always put down therapy? I mean, it's, it's been working great for me. People see it as a form of weakness, and I I know exactly what they're talking about. But uh, I just think it feels fucking stupid. I would. <laughs> At one point in my life, I won't tell you what the circumstance was, but I had to see a psychologist. It was I was forced to like a, like a couple sessions. I'm not going to tell you why, and you're not going to guess why. It's not what you think. It's something you'll never guess why. But I I had to do it. And I felt so fucking stupid, like having to talk about, <laughs> how do you feel about that? Oh, well, you know, this and this and that. And I just, you know, I just bullshit my way through it and totally was phony about it and uh, blah, 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 blah. I made up, made up things that weren't real. <laughs> and, you know, made the guy think he really helped me, blah, blah, blah. But yeah, I felt stupid. But James, you don't feel stupid sitting in a room talking to yourself? No, not at all. It seems perfectly normal to me. <laughs> all right, here, here's the fuck you moment. Uh, oh, boy. Now, Peterson posted this on the interwebs, and I saw it also posted by someone else. But uh, So this is probably meant to be Six and Stones podcast uh, material, but oh, well. Sorry, Peterson, if that was your intention. So it's something called a penis chip, okay? Not to be confused with my invention, the penis valve. 
in which a valve is installed inside the penis as a male child is born. And uh, there's a button inside your belly button in that hole so you can't see it. You can click it on and off, open and closed. So if you don't want to get a girl pregnant, you go in there and you click it and you <laughs> and you and you shut off your flow. All right? This seems like the perfect invention. And god damn it, some asshole in Germany tried to steal it from me. He and I think he's getting it patented and all that stuff, but you heard it here first. That's my story. Penis valve. Anyway, this is kind of close. Not really. It just has to do with dick. I'm listening, James. Yeah, of course you are. I don't know if this is real. I don't know if it's true. And if it is, uh, fuck you. Listen to this. Microsoft and Apple have joined forces, which I find that hard to believe already, to cut down on infidelity. I find that extra hard to believe. What do they give a fuck? Save marriages and keep people in relationships accountable for their actions. Oh, boy. <laughs> Together, the technology giants have created a genital implant that will alert your cell phone if your partner goes astray. It's called Commit Tech. Ah! Fuck you! Commit Tech is a tiny chip that will be implanted at the tip of the penis on the man and the vulva of a woman. These two microchips will be synced together with an app that is installed on your cell phone. If at any time one of these chips is involved in any sexual activity without the other chip, it will alert the partner's cell phone that the other has been cheating. Oh, fuck you! Here's some quote for some dude. It's a brilliant idea, and we think it's about time couples became accountable for their actions, said Stephen Triton, developer. There is no way cheating mates can get away with infidelity anymore. If your partner is not willing to install this implant, you might want to think twice about their commitment to you. Oh, fuck you too! The chip will be sold by Microsoft and Apple starting in March 2017 and will be compatible across all devices. Dude, fuck this. Fuck this a thousand times. Fuck this. Why, James? You can't be trusted. They're not cheating your wife. That's not the point. This is fucking stupid. If you don't trust someone not to cheat on you, then don't be with them. All right? I'm not going to have some fucking asshole company make money off my dick. <laughs> We're going to put this chip on your dick. Fuck that. Isn't that a scary notion? Having some kind of piece of, of computer put inside your dick? Oh, man. You know that they're doing something else with these, uh, this information. They have to. It's, they're going to use this info to better sell you other shit. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Do you really believe these power companies, these powerful companies are trying to help save marriages? What's in it for them? Yeah, besides making an ass load of money on these implants and the fucking apps, what else is going on? Just fucking retarded. I hate this whole thing. This guy, it's a brilliant idea. Fuck you, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm a developer, and I'm saying it's a brilliant idea. Great. That's shocking. Just fucking retarded. What does this even mean? Sexual activity. It seems like 
the only way you can really because I mean you, you would imagine it was not gonna go off if you're jerking off, right? What, every time you fucking blow a load? Or is it every time you get erect? Which is sorry everybody, because I'm cheating on my wife every morning then. <laughs> and I'm jerking off every day, every other day. You know, this hypothetical person, that's not me. <laughs> What the fuck? Like, if you get a blowjob, it's going to go off? And how do they know? Because I would imagine, like, the woman gets one and the man gets one. So it's only going to it's only gonna alert if it's a different chip being uh, scanned by your dick. <laughs> That's the only way it would seem to me, like, uh-oh, he's cheating on you. Because his chip didn't scan the right fucking... Uh, Synced up other chip that the women have, the woman has, right? In my head, that's the only way this is going to work. And that would mean everybody would have to have this chip put in. So if this dude fucks a chick with no chip, then what's the big deal? There's no alert sent, right? Or, wait a minute. I wonder if the chip has anything to do with, uh, Hmm. Is it like temperature sensitive? Where like you can feel the warmth of a vagina or a butthole? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I should. Re- <clears throat> I really should have looked into this more before I started yelling at it. It's still fucking stupid. Don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna go to have a procedure done to have it. Yeah, put a microchip in my penis, please. That's great. Go fuck yourself. You know what? I feel like I want to read up more on this real quick. Hold on, everybody. I'm going to press pause. I'm going to see if there's any other articles relating to this thing. I feel like I owe you the service. <laughs> Hold on. Time travel. Beep. All right. And just like that, time travel at its finest. Uh, yeah, well, I, only, I only looked at one other, one other link. It says, uh, yeah, if a man has sex with any other hole that doesn't have the corresponding chip, there's an alert sent. But yeah, like if you're jerking off, how they get another difference? That's how you can just lie about it. Oh, I was jerking off this fucking stupid thing. And besides that, why is it only for fucking men? Oh, you didn't fuck my chip. (laughs) That means you're cheating. How come there's nothing for her? Horse shit. Go fuck yourself. This whole thing seems like it's fucking bullshit to me. I I don't think it's real. What? I don't see the thing with Microsoft and Apple joining forces. That seemed kind of weird. It still made me angry. And uh, you know what? This is complete bullshit. You know what? This, even if it is fake, this shit sounds like something that would be happening nowadays, right? <laughs> so dumb. There's an app for that. Oh, fuck you. Fuck everything. Fuck life. I'm sick of it, all of it. I want to go back to Hawaii and live up in the hills like this dude, the bartender at Gaylord's restaurant. Where was it, James? His name was Fletcher. Awesome fucking dude. Said there's a bunch of hippies living up in the hills off the grid. Fucking sick. Can you imagine just camping forever in paradise? Eating fruits and shit you find in the woods. <laughs> oh, man. That's so badass, dude. That would like the ultimate, like that's like the best homeless ever. 
Yeah, I'm homeless. Oh, really? That's fucked up. I'm homeless in Kauai, up in the jungle, where the weather's perfect. I got beautiful views. Well, I'm sure they get bit by mosquitoes probably, right? Yeah, that probably sucks. There's always a downside to everything. Anyway, all right. I think I'm done rambling. Oh, I didn't close it out, did I? Hey, penis chip. <laughs> so dumb. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. All right. That's going to do it, boys and girls. I know this one's pretty weak, but uh, hey, at least you learn a few things, right? I'm sure there was some interesting parts in there. But hey, if not, oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, all right. I guess that's about it. That's all I'm going to do. Hey, you want to you hear some weird music? Radiohead has a new album at, out called A Moon-Shaped Pool. There's, a, there's some pretty cool stuff in it. Uh, I know Lido and Peterson are going to hate it. But maybe if you're an artistic fuck and you like depressing music, you'll, you'll get a kick out of it. I, I listened to this album really for the first time on a hike a couple weeks ago. I actually bought it for the Hawaii trip, but I, I didn't realize the plane was that fucking loud. <laughs> so I didn't bother even trying. And uh, yeah, so I went on a hike by myself, my first time ever. And I was that asshole that actually wore... I don't know if I, you know what? It wasn't my first time. It was my first long hike. And I listened to to music all, the whole time, which I've never done because I always felt like, that's dumb. Why wouldn't you want to be out in nature? These guys are assholes. <laughs> like, I'd rather, I don't want, I would like to hear what's around me, you know, and be aware of my surroundings. But I went to a place that's pretty, pretty popular. So I'm like, well, fuck it. I think I'll be safe. No animal should attack me. But it wound up being pretty dead. I was like alone most of the time. And that was pretty awesome. Anyway, I listened to this album and it was so fucking trippy. It just, and I had it loud enough where I, it drowned out everything else around me. I had my headphones on. Had my hood pulled up over my head. Walking through the wilderness. And it was so fucking, I'm going to say it was like haunting just this, it was such a crazy experience. It really made me feel like I was on mushrooms. It gave me flashbacks. It was really bizarre, but it was awesome. So the music is just like a symphony of fucking crazy sounds happening. And then just seeing nature all around you with no sound of birds. You can't hear any wind blowing. Really a bizarre experience. I don't know. Maybe I'm alone. Maybe I'm late to this party. Maybe it's like, yeah, dude, that's what, that's what you do. It's fucking cool. But a uh, really cool experience. So I'm going to play you a song from uh, this album. And uh, there you go. A Moon Shaped Pool by Radiohead. And uh, hey, next time, hopefully the show will be a little better. I'm sorry, guys. I apologize. Be sure to check out Sticks and Stones podcast for all your podcast needs. I'm on there with Lido and Peter-san. San, San. Those are always fun. And if you enjoy this goofy show, you'll probably like that one more because it's not just me rambling. It's actually real people. James, what are you implying? Go fuck yourself. Uh, so there you go, everybody. Sticks and Stones podcast, uh, The Danger Hour. Uh, you know, Instagrams, Facebooks, iTunes, all that shit. We do a Sticks and Stones podcast live on Mixler. Check that out. And until next time, stay dangerous, my friends. 
Later.